Please stand for the reading of the gospel. Jesus appears to his disciples post-resurrection today in our reading as we continue to celebrate Easter. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. and I'm a senior at Salisbury High School and Anna Everhart and I are going to be doing the sermon together this morning. This is my first time back in church in over a year and I think it is kind of ironic that I am helping give the sermon on my first day back at church. Four years ago I mentioned Mr. Woolley's sermon in my confirmation speech but now I have a little more insight on the amount of work and research he has to do every week and I would like to apologize because Anna and I have found that working on a sermon is hard. <laughs> Throughout quarantine, my family has watched a ton of TV together. We have seen so many series like Jack Ryan, Stranger Things, and of course Outer Banks, which we are so excited for the next season. One show that we just recently finished was called Ted Lasso. It is about an American college football coach who goes to England to coach a Premier League soccer club. Naturally, he doesn't know anything about soccer. He doesn't know that the field is called the pitch, cleats are called boots, and practice is referred to as training. Although he is inexperienced, he gets through all the battles and tough times with a smile on his face. There's one particular phrase in the show that really stuck out to me when I was thinking about writing this sermon. As Ted Lasso's team nears the end of their season, they now have a big game to win. Ted is full of hope, but there's a saying around town that it's the hope that kills you. As Christians, it's not the hope that kills us. Hope is what gives us life. Hope and faith give us strength to fight our battles, like Ted had hoped to win his game. Ted hangs a small poster in the locker room that just says, believe. Amidst all the unbelief and hopelessness in his team, he continues to stay positive and look ahead to how the challenges will shape his team as players and people. In Romans 5 verse 3, it says, We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Our confident hope in salvation gives us faith and a purpose in life. Although we may run into many problems, like Ted did in England, we can have faith in God because we have a confident hope. Sometimes it is hard to keep a confident hope, and we find ourselves dwelling on the bad instead of how the struggle may develop us. It is harder to get through our struggles without a confident hope in God's plan. just keep swimming. In the Disney Pixar film, Finding Dory, Dory is a wide-eyed blue tangfish who suffers from memory loss every 10 seconds or so. 
The only thing that she can remember is that somehow she was separated from her parents as a child. With the help from her friends, Nemo and Marlin, she embarks on an epic adventure to find them. Along the way, when facing trials and seemingly insurmountable obstacles, Dory utters her famous phrase, just keep swimming, reminding us that when things get tough or when you are facing difficulties in life, just keep moving forward and change will come. This reminds me of our scripture for today. Let's read it again. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Hope. I don't know about you, but after this past year, it seems that hope is definitely something that we could all use. As we think through the events in our community, country, and world over the past year, hope takes on a different meaning. As I read this scripture and thought about the sufferings we have experienced, I can't help but wonder how we could possibly boast in our sufferings. Schools have been shut down, businesses have closed, food and necessities have been scarce, we have been isolated from family and friends. For me personally, this is not how I pictured spending my senior year of high school. It is easy to feel sorry for myself thinking about all the things that could have been. Yes, our lives have been turned upside down, but God calls us to be anxious for nothing. Just as I start wallowing in self-pity, I think about all the things that I have to be thankful for. I survived having COVID and have been vaccinated. I have a loving family and friends. I'm graduating from high school in just a few weeks, and I have all the necessities, a home, food, and clothing. I am blessed. There's a meme that has gone around this past year that really sums this up and puts life back into perspective. It reads, Love has not been canceled. Prayer has not been canceled. Conversations have not been canceled. Kindness has not been canceled. Reading has not been canceled. Worship as a way of life has not been canceled. Hope has not been canceled. Embrace all the good that remains. So going back to how can we possibly boast in our suffering, I think that the scripture explains it. We can boast in our suffering because suffering produces character and character produced hope. God is not just with us in that happy times. He is with us all the time and maybe even especially when we're in the midst of suffering. We need to go through the hard times so that we can cling to our God and see with our own eyes that God will see us through to the other side. We may not be able to see what God has planned for our lives at this very moment, but God promises that he will bring us through. If we take our eyes off our own needs and focus on how awesome and powerful our God is, our troubles disappear in God's presence. We can be the church God calls us to be now more than ever. We can make phone calls, post encouraging messages on social media, support our church by sending in our offerings, or even drop off food supplies on someone's doorstep. Doing this gives me confidence that whatever problem I may be facing today pales in comparison to the majesty of God. As Christians, we have a choice. We can keep looking at the mountains we face, or we can look at Jesus, stay focused on who he is, and stand on God's word no matter what we see happening around us. 
In Dory's words, we can just keep swimming, knowing that God is with us every moment. In Finding Nemo, the movie where Dory was first introduced, Dory even realized that she was not alone when she says, This is the ocean, silly. We're not the only two in here. Whatever you are going through, God is always there. Our families and friends are there. All you have to do is reach out. There is always hope. I would like to end with this poem by Hannah Adams Ingram. I pray that it will give you hope in the coming weeks. There is so much I do not know. There is so much I cannot see. There is so much I cannot control. In the moments I feel powerless, I will take a deep breath, trusting that I am tasked only with doing my part, not the whole. In the moments I feel unsure, I will take a deep breath, trusting that I am not alone and that together our wisdom will be richer. In the moments I feel anxious, I will take a deep breath, trusting that there is no depth I can fall out of reach of the spirit that holds me close. What I do know is that my life and love and worth extended beyond my work. What I can see is that spring follows every winter and new life pokes out from cold ground. What I can control is my breath and the love I inject into a world so clearly lacking it. This week, let's ask God to give us a new perspective. How can we show others we come in contact God's hope even in this time of uncertainty? How can we, as a community of faith, share God's unfailing love with our community, country, and world? Let us never fail to boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God, and let us never forget to just keep swimming.